Yeah, we here, we live, man. You know, it's another episode of Yo, Deep. You clap? We don't have to clap, Jay, man. Uh. This is a video. Like, why you always do this? All time. <laughs> Take two. <coughs> As I was saying, you know, it's another Deep Theory experience. Thanks for the clap. Um, you know, I'm happy you guys are here. There's a child. You know what I'm saying? It's a man child. Happy you guys are here. <laughs> Shut up, Dre. <laughs> um, why don't you introduce yourself on the far left? Um, um, I'm Kai. And then just make your way down. Deanne. Nice, nice to see you guys. It's your boy, Jay North. I'm sorry, I couldn't yeah. hear you still. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> Jay North. You got coronavirus in your ears or something. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 38 I, I seconds in. Second second <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Already. Don't be sorry to me. Already. Anisha. Thank you for coming. Appreciate you. Your boy, Seth Rose. You done know Canadian dollar sign up. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't see that, but his face is intense. Beaks. Beaks. Still Dre in the building. Dre's still? Okay. What's your boy, JB2? And Mandisa. And last but not least, Mr. Embrack in the building. Gotcha, gotcha. Yo, thank you guys for coming, you know, fighting through this thing. Just not call it this this thing, you know what I'm saying? Traffic was hectic, man. Yeah. But it wasn't, though. That was the joke. Like a breeze coming here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rows are empty, yeah. Empty. So, how has it been for you guys throughout the whole week, just with everything going on? And, Horrible. Uh, just your regular <laughs> day lives. Just a lot of panic at work. A lot of like, panic. Like, More like, just because they... like everyone, or I would say fifty percent of the people at my workplace travel for work. Uh, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they were like, lock off. Mm-hmm. You, you can't do that. Everyone's yeah. like, what are we finna do? <laughs> <laughs> Peeping out my window. <laughs> no, my work's been pretty chill. We've just been cracking jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So just cracking bear jokes. You guys jokes. are just like one meme, eh? Yeah, just one meme giant meme. Together. We don't don't care. Like, <laughs> gotcha. I feel you. Bro, the amount of corona uh videos that I've gotten, but from Africa, I've been cracking mm. up. <laughs> like oh, them playing like, crawl, yeah. like calling their mom saying, oh, I'm not gonna survive over yeah. here. I was oh, I have God. to show that sounds serious still right. i don't mean to get dark but i was actually in the hospital last saturday overnight and the testing these guys did was fucking brutal if you wow. even think you need to go to the hospital do not go unless yeah. you're 100 yeah. certain yeah. it's an emergency mm-hmm. they kept me overnight and i actually <laughs> couldn't go back to work this week because i didn't get a doctor's note specifically stating that i was not, not contagious. Oh, wow. That's Even crazy. though I told them I had a baby in the house, if I'm contagious, you need to let me know. Yeah. yeah. So they took like a whole bunch of vials or whatever they had to take. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So That's crazy. I'm obviously good because I'm out. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm obviously not contagious because I did my follow-ups. No mm-hmm. coronies. You know you're so family. Family. <laughs> you're so I'm just family. saying, if you ain't got to go to the hospital, if, if you're not evidently dying, mm-hmm. yeah. Just stay home, bro. Yeah. yeah. Just rub some Vicks. <laughs> Drink ginger ale. Lima call. Yeah, that Lima ginger call. Ale. Who remembers yeah. the Lima call? Yeah. They still sell that at no. food based yeah, That's Vicks. all. You're good to go. <laughs> the, that's Fuck all. no. <laughs> oh, man. Why were you in the hospital? Sorry. 
just I had a real sick. shortness of breath okay. at work. And I've never felt like I was going to faint in my life until Saturday. Oh, and geez. I literally called them. I'm like, yo, you need to get EMS up here. Like, mm. I feel like I'm going to faint. And thank God I did it. You know what I'm saying? But they checked me. They're like, everything looks fine. They're like, but you got to go to the hospital. I'm like, damn, bro. Mm. Had to leave work. Obviously, I wasn't getting paid. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was just crazy. It's like, like a whirlwind. Yeah, like I, everybody in here that know me at all knows I've never, I don't, I've never had a sickness. Like I've never like had to go to the hospital for nothing. Mm-hmm. So this weekend was kind of scary, but except for injury, except for injury, of that course. Is. That's a different yeah. story. But as far as like illness, she's not talking about injuries. That was just real different. Like, I'm still on the inhaler, so yeah. Okay, but you're good now. Yeah, you're, yeah, here. Yeah. you're breathing. Yeah, every day above ground is a good day. That's a so. good day, exactly. Yeah. That's what's Amen. Up, bro. Get, a, get a praise. Yes, yeah, I'll clap, but my, my laptop will fall on my, my lap still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Dre, I saw that uh, you were uh, at an art museum mm-hmm. thing. Like mm-hmm. It looked pretty interesting. Yeah. I was there. I went to an art exhibit. That's what's um, up. I went to an event uh, with one of my, I guess a close friend of mine. Uh, shout out to Sarah. Uh, shout she, out to Sarah. For real. Uh, known her since like, middle school. Developed a good relationship, friendship, um, over the years. Um, yeah, she took me to this um event called Elevate. Uh, I had no idea what I was really getting myself into. Kept an open mind, and I went. She just told me it had to do with black men and mental health. Mm. So interesting. Do tell. Well, Biko knows this, but like we had the option to either play basketball with our coworkers or go to that event. I found like this was actually important and I felt like it's something like I'd find useful to share well, for myself and to share it with my fellow peoples. Um, so basically the event was, like I said, about black men and mental health. Um, I feel like one of the biggest things as black men is that we don't show emotion or we try to avoid showing emotion or we don't talk to people about our problems or what we're really actually going through. And we hold a lot of that stuff. We bar that stuff in. It's not healthy. So I can agree. I like. I really don't think it's just about black men and mental health, but like, it, that was really what they focused on. Mm. Obviously, mm-hmm. it has it can go for everybody else, but specifically for black men, we are put at such a high standard. We have to maintain a household. We have to care for our children. Um, maintain our jobs, and. We don't have an opportunity to really sit down and like just kind of take it easy or be able to like vent. Because the moment you start venting, that's when you look weak. You look weak. <laughs> and to, I, I would say this, but to women, it might not be attractive either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's safe so, to say. Safe to say. If we can't talk to our boys about our problems and, we're not, and we can't talk to our ladies what about our got? problems, who could we talk to? can't really talk to anybody so before this whole event that i went to uh i personally have been like just trying to like speak more and obviously being on this podcast has helped a lot which i do appreciate being a part of we appreciate you too thank you guys for having me um having conversation with the people here especially like my brothers um having an open conversation and not being judged has always been a great thing so so, like, just 
like just seeing the stuff that like I I've witnessed like at like at work. Um, I'm not going to details, but Biko knows what's going on. It's just like, why can't we all just sit on these have like a civil conversations about like what's going on in our lives? Mm-hmm. Why can't we like? Why do we have to sit there and judge people? Why do we have to like take the information that we got from somebody and go tell somebody else? Yo, this is what so and so is going through, and whatever they're going through is just like yo, like boy, that, that boy's weak. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think it's like learned behavior. You yeah. see people doing it, and then you just unconsciously do it. Some people. Yeah. I just that. don't think anything else sells. Mm-hmm. Nothing else yeah. sells. Mm-hmm. You don't buy the newspaper to see what's yeah, going right. on. That's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's negativity, you know right? What I'm saying you yeah. don't go online to see, hey, like what's what what positive happened today. Y'all no. go online to see. Yeah. I ain't gonna speak yeah. for everybody, but yeah. most people go online. Oh, let's see who got shot in Toronto today. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah. there's mix-up yeah. in this Facebook yeah. group. Oh, yeah. let's see what's really going on. Well, negative news is more sexy than positive news. So mm. people are more it appeal, by, it appeals more, right? by mm. negative news. And also I feel, feel we live in a society where nobody cares more about your problems than you. So it just creates this yeah. environment where it's like, yes, I can listen to you moan about your issues, but I got my own issues that I got to deal with. So. Mm onward like let's just move on yeah. you know misery loves company as well so true. very true i understand that like everyone has their own issues that they're going mm-hmm. through i just don't feel like it's right or it's, it's not right for us to just shut somebody else out yeah for sure right it's not healthy it's, it's not just... healthy at all like it's not like if i'm venting to you I'm not expecting you to take on my problem. Exactly. I'm but just, some people do that. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I take I, on people's problems yeah. too. I understand like, you know? that. I know it happens. I, I do get that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm coming to vent to you or if anybody comes try to vent to me, it's not for us to take on that issue. Yeah. I want you just to like, readers just to listen. Mm-hmm. You got to know your personnel though. Yeah. 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 100%. yeah, you got to know I was just about to say that because one problem is assuming that that person can't handle what mm-hmm. you're about to say or yeah. the other, like, you can't come to me and tell me, oh, I don't want to load this on you because I don't know how you're going to handle it. Mm-hmm. Let me deal with that or open up so I can tell you, oh, I can't handle that or let's talk later. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you can't assume how someone's going to react until you actually open up. So I, I feel a lot of people bottle inside because they're assuming a lot of things about mm-hmm. the other person or how it's going to be perceived. Like mm-hmm. like you mentioned, people are going to see you as weak. Mm-hmm. If someone was to come to me and say they have a problem, I'd be like, all right, let's talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, who am I to tell you that you're weak? Yeah, but everybody has like True. their like you know. And I'm like I'm not like I I see what you guys are saying, but it's like okay, so me I um I I talk to people about certain things, but I don't talk to everybody about everything. It's just yeah. because I know that some people don't have the maturity to um, handle certain topics, maybe, yeah. or um, maybe if it's like I tell you something, you know, and I know that you and Dre are boys, like you know, I don't know if. If I, if I tell you something, it's mm-hmm. going to find its way to him, and now he's going to look at me different, or mm-hmm. maybe it does come back to me through Dre or something. Yeah, but that, like, you know? That's why I said it comes, that's why I'm saying it come back to, like, understanding who to talk to about oh, what. Yeah, yeah. True. Like, everybody in this mm-hmm. room, I would consider them a friend to a degree. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean I'm going to tell all the other same stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, true. Dre knows stuff about me that my mom might not know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Dre's like my bro. We go to battle every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, not to discredit anybody else, it's just... I understand I could talk to Dre about anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas some other friend I have somewhere else might not be mentally equipped enough for me to have this kind of a conversation with them. They might not be might not be expanded enough. Maybe I need to talk to people that also have children. Maybe I need somebody who has who's married. Like mm-hmm. you know that what I'm saying? Experience. Everybody yeah. deals with 
mental issues and that like at this point in life everybody either deals with or knows somebody personally that deals with a lot of mental issues you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying i also think you're not taught well you are taught but you're also not taught to find that person you have to go through trial and error to find that person in your life of understanding and i think a lot of the time especially with men it's just like do i open up to this person and then get shut down and realize what was the purpose of me building yeah. up all this energy mm-hmm. and that's where the pride comes that in. one person and that's what creates mental mental health issues because you're like i've done this maybe i opened up to my dad and my dad was just like suck it up or i opened up to my mom and my mom brushed me off then you have to figure that out and that's going another onward. thing that they brought up during the whole event as well the fact that we're not like well, i know for myself and my living situation i can't talk to my mom or my sisters about anything I'm going through. Mm-hmm. I fully, I fully don't feel like they will understand. It. And I even had a conversation recently, actually, with my mm-hmm. sister first, and then my mom, to a point where like we're basically talking about like a whole car situation. And my sister got a car out of nowhere. We've had conversations in the past about like just like, we, we can, like go halves on it. Like mm-hmm. I don't need a car to go everywhere. Like yeah. I really don't. But it'd be useful to have occasionally. Mm-hmm. So she went and got the car. Cool. Um, I've just been thinking about it for like the past like couple of weeks, and just like yo, like why didn't we have this conversation again? Like, yeah, if you know I got my my full license, and you're like getting to that point, why didn't we have this conversation again? Mm-hmm. So I brought it up, and then she was just like, she kind of like dusted my sister tried to like dust it under like the rug or whatever, mm-hmm. and kind of talked to my mom about it. it was just like all my mom was really kind of telling me was just like yo, like I said, like what I got from it, honestly, and it it, it bothers me. Now she told me like I kind of don't work hard enough, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like mm-hmm. my living situation, like in my living situation, I for the past like three, three years, three four years, like I've been busting my ass mm-hmm. working like multiple jobs to help my mom like maintain our household. Mm-hmm. For my mom to tell me that like I just don't feel like I work hard enough, that shit just was like yo like. You don't see what I'm doing. Do you I think my mom really sat there and told me I was I was there was a there was a time where I was home for four days straight. Mm. I'm never home for four days straight, bro. Yeah, that don't mm. even make sense. Like, what am I doing home yeah. for four days straight? I don't know anybody that's home four days straight. Like, I don't know anybody that's be home you, for four days. Like, come on, man. But do you think Do you think your mom said that not in terms of working like physically how you're thinking, but like working in a specific way towards something? Like, oh no! Based on what he said, it sounds pretty straightforward. That, yeah, that, like if that's really how it came about, and that was kind of it. Yeah, it sounds like she's not paying attention to what he's doing, or she's yeah. undermining it because she has to do more. The reason why I ask is because I know that his mom him. loves him, right? So I, I don't feel like maybe there was some kind of miscommunication. Miscommunication. I, think that's uh, I don't know. I'm hoping. Honestly, I don't know your mom, right? I don't know your mom, but like, it depends on who you're talking to. Like they. You know, because maybe your mom's not there at work with you, so she doesn't know what you're doing. Right. Like you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, how is she gonna judge what you do and how hard you're working? Mm-hmm. It's usually by maybe what you bring home or um, the results of what what you're doing or your accomplishments or something like that. I'm I'm not I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to throw the idea out there because like I I know people that you know they they've told me that I don't work hard enough, and it's not that I don't work hard enough. It's just they don't see. Um, the fruits of my labor. Grind every day. So mm-hmm. they, you know, they think I'm, I'm just doing nothing yeah. or like, you know, but then, you know, oh, I get a car and people are like, oh, yeah. I see you're working real hard. Yeah. Trust like, you me, know, bro. It's, it's I awesome. get it. it. I definitely like, get you know, it. I feel like the biggest <laughs> problem stupid, about that bro. conversation wasn't <laughs> the fact it was like opinions based and she was yeah. giving her opinion of you instead of 
using her deep listening skills and taking and in taking what you have to what say. Because I feel like that's what's missing in a lot of our conversations is there's not the listener. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. The true listener isn't yeah. there. Everyone yeah. has an opinion. Everyone's ready to respond, respond. without yeah. actually truly taking in what the person had said. Do you do you think is, that your mom big. thinks that you don't work hard because she looks at how you value your money? Do you understand what I mean by that? Yeah, uh, I feel like I know what you mean. Um, that's probably it. Like I'm, I'm thinking about it as somebody that has 159 pairs of shoes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That has two cars. That has like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I come home from work. And I worked two jobs. I was working three jobs at a time. I didn't have to, but that's what I felt like I had to do for my family. You see what I'm saying? For me to do all of that, and then for me to go out to Nike and drop 600 bucks in a day, that looks to other people like, oh, he's probably not even working hard. Cause like, like, you're reckless or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's reckless. But it's like, mm-hmm. all my bills are paid. My car note's paid. My car insurance is paid. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I feel like people look at what you do with your money. And that's what they use to try to base how like much you really actually work. Mm-hmm. Because if you work this hard, you're probably not going to spend this amount of money on these yeah. silly work, things. You work hard to spend that money exactly. on these yeah. things. Yeah, I agree. The value that people put on yeah. money. Some people think Some people, like they, you, you value put, it and you, you save it mm-hmm. versus spending that. it where it's like that shouldn't be the case. Like if you work hard for your money, what, regardless of what you do for it, you put in that work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that happens way too often. Yeah. You no, know? nope. that does happen way too often. Cause like even like, I remember like when I was in Barbados with my dad. Like, my, I don't know. My dad likes to like try. Like, I, I don't know if he does it purposely, but he likes to like talk shit in front of me. Like to like, I don't know if he's trying to embarrass me or teach a lesson. And he's like, oh, he's buying all these things. I'm like, yo, dad, like, I don't buy a lot of stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really don't. I'm like, if I'm buying stuff, the first person that gets stuff, if they're gonna get fancy shit is my kid first mm-hmm. you know what Facts. i mean i'm like yeah. yo i'm like you could come to my house and look at my wardrobe i haven't bought anything new in like months so like what are you talking about and he's trying yeah. like he's trying to like say it to my family and they're like they're not paying him no mind he's just beaking his gums and shit but what is it about like, parents that watch like why do they feel like, like why are you to watching watch your so, yeah you know what i mean? think it's, it's old school mentality old school mentality they need to fucking cut let me ask you this is your dad the oldest out of his siblings no no he's not Surprising. Is so, your mom the oldest out of her siblings? Because I, f- I find this to be I find this to be an older brother, oldest brother, oldest sister. My dad mm-hmm. isn't the oldest, but he acts like the oldest. So mm-hmm. he he's often the quote unquote the stronger, the, yeah. the more mm-hmm. you know. So he'll more. act like the oldest. Mm-hmm. And to I, I can't use my dad as an example because I don't think he is the person that <laughs> <I hear laughs> saves. <laughs> but I would say for well, my okay. mom, she knows what she's been through and she knows how she got here. <laughs> And she'll, yeah. she'll use that as an example. As an like, example. you know, this wasn't easy. Yeah. But I'm not about to spend money just like that just because I have it. So right. I think I think part of it, it's mm-hmm. like my mom understands I work hard for my money and mm-hmm. I'm not going to just spend it on anything. Mm-hmm. But if I buy something, it's because I bought it. Yeah. I want it. Also, it's just yeah. you, your parents worked hard, mm-hmm. especially if it's either your first generation Canadian or mm-hmm. second generation. They worked hard so you can live a specific life. Yeah. I just don't understand why they throw that same life in your face it's just uh, <laughs> like, about that you asked to be here of course it's more of a of course we asked to be here you picked your parents right <laughs> <laughs> like, you did that to yourself yeah. I asked back in the womb. I asked yeah. to be born here like, it's crazy me. I think what drives me crazy is more like they don't like you to spend money on yourself but, but they want the money you spend it on yeah. them yeah. So they want you to story. either spend yeah. it on them or give them the money that's exactly why I mentioned the whole like patriarch matriarch of the family because my dad that raised me back in the states 
he was the oldest of the of, of the family. You see mm. what I'm saying? A car broke down in the family. He'd buy the car. Mm-hmm. Somebody's house flooded. He'd like you know what I'm yeah, saying? He was, he was the one throwing the money out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why now, like me, like it's only my sister and I, my brothers in Trinidad. I really don't have a relationship with my sister anymore. But the fact of the matter is, I'm the head of my household. So I know once everything is paid for, I got money saved. Mm-hmm. I could do whatever the hell I want, bro. Yep. I could pick up right now, like, I'm going back home to New York for a week. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't have to answer to nobody. That's true. It's your you, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, our elders are from a different time. Yeah. Yep. They're from, they we were building us it. for a different time. Yeah. Yeah. They're stuck in that mentality, too. Yeah, they're still stuck I, in that I, mentality. Honestly, I hear what everybody's saying. And, like, I really do. And I was living with my mom for a very long time. And I was spending my money on things that my mom was like, why are you spending your money on that? I'd mm-hmm. buy food. There'd be food at home. I'd buy, fo- buy outside food, yeah. food <laughs> yeah. you know? So my mom is working, you know, and she's getting the bills paid. You know, there's food in the fridge. Um, you know, she's getting me clothes. Basically, I don't really need anything. And I was kind of just like spending my money. So now that I'm a dad, right, um, I can't spend my money in the same way like I would when I didn't have kids. It's like my priorities yeah, change, right? So it's like, um, you know, some people's parents own houses, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like they can't, they they see the value of how they would spend their money. They're like, oh man, if yeah. I had $100, I would spend it like this. But you have $100 and you're spending nice. it like this. But I don't you're have to You're going to the keg for and spending you're $100. Yeah, like, you know? I'm not the one that owns a house right now. So but, it, but, but you know, it's kind of like, and I'm, it's like okay, like what are you trying? Are you trying to own a house? And yeah, like, and that's I guess when you have that conversation, like I think, but people becomes... judge people based on their own values, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, ew, look at these pants. I would never rock. Mm. It's, it's not the truth, honestly. <laughs> yo, these pants are stylish. Honestly, oh these, pants are stylish. <laughs> these pants are stylish. <laughs> these pants are stylish, right? But I'm just like, yo, I'm just like, <laughs> no, let's, just say, let's just say I like um, I like hard <laughs> denim jeans, right? Like honestly, it was the first thing I saw. That's, that's the only, you know. But I'm just like, you know, you you make an example based on like your own values and like. If somebody's doing something different, mm-hmm. so let's, I don't know, it could be anything, and you're just going to say, oh, I wouldn't do it like that, right. you know, and everybody has their opinion of right. how other people are living their lives and how they're going about doing what they want to do, so. No, I get it. I think there's just levels to protection. I think it's yeah. more of a mental protection thing where, I mean, yeah, they throw it in your face, but there's a reason because they know what the opposite end yes, is. Yes, of course. Right? But us living here in Canada, very sheltered, mm-hmm. we might not see what they yeah, saw. What they Some fly pants, man. It's a fly outfit. Thank you, sir. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> what did you say? What? Shit is new. Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. I think at the end of the day, it has to be like, before you judge someone or state your opinion on someone, understand truly what that person's been through. Yeah. So regardless if the person is here in their journey or here, mm-hmm. before you say, oh, I wouldn't do that, or I wouldn't spend that, or I wouldn't buy that, understand why they bought it. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, yeah. But let me ask you they this: might be treating mm. themselves. What if they bought it because they wanted to just feel good about themselves? But that's be, what for, to validate from other people. What? No. Ma- so, like, no. you could say, okay, um, yeah. you know, some people, some people that's buy true. things not because, yeah. like, some people buy like brand name. It's not mm. because they think it's stylish. It's oh, but this watch this yeah. Gucci belt, dog. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, they're not doing well, it for yeah. themselves. Well, they're doing it for validation from other people. But then, if once you understand that, can't you then make that judgment? No, you have to ask first. You have to ask. You would never know. You have to ask. I think. And so. Okay, so if I don't value that, right? If I don't value that, mm-hmm. you tell me. I bought like I don't. You don't. You don't have to tell me. I see that you bought. You spent three, four hundred dollars on a belt. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell me why you did it. I could see that. Obviously, that's your priority. Like I don't. I don't have. You don't need to tell me your words on why you did it. But okay. you did it, and I could say, well, obviously, you know, you could have prioritized this. You know, you could have bought groceries for the month. You know, you could have. Yeah. But that's like, what I'm you know, saying. But you bought yeah. this. You see all the you could have. You you don't know if I already did it. 
Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That, that was my That's why because people guaranteed think people are rich. Yeah. Everything that I needed to pay, yeah. mm-hmm. plus, and plus then some, and, then and some. saved, yeah. and then said, hey, I got $300. Bro, let me treat myself. When I bought my car, I had I had family throwing money at me because they thought I couldn't afford it. Mm. And I looked at them and I'm like, yo, how the hell can I get approved on a car that I can't afford? Mm-hmm. They take every dollar I earn into consideration before and after tax. Mm-hmm. They take in my living expenses. They take in my phone. They yeah. take in my groceries. Mm-hmm. How the hell are they going to let me walk out with an expensive-ass car Yeah, and I can't afford it? Yeah. I'm like, bro, Like the fact that y'all even think like this is crazy, bro. Yeah, like, Y'all like, ever had an uncle or aunt hit you up on some, oh, yeah, like, why don't you get a job like working as a firefighter? Yeah, like, Why don't you walk in and... My nigga, this isn't 1978. <laughs> I can't like, walk into no y'all are laughing because I'm no. really trying to be real with y'all. I, I, I have uncles that will look that will look me yeah. in the face like, yo, you did police foundations in school. Why don't you just walk into the place and like do the and test? Be a, be a cop. Work like My nigga, what, what test? Mm-hmm. I gotta go what? back to school to apply for anything that yeah. I want to do yeah. professionally. Yeah. What are you yeah. talking about? They need to. They have to cut the mentality of just assuming when you buy something it's frivolous. Like, and I think it comes with the behavior too. Like, if I came in. Gucci down, yeah. And I was, I had some type of mentality, like some type of behavior, like yeah, yeah. You would say, okay, her priorities are all out of whack. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But if I come and you know that I worked every penny, every dollar mm-hmm. for this, nobody mm-hmm. can tell me nothing. Exactly. No, true. I yeah. like I hear that, but like I, and I'm not trying to argue with anybody. I just mm-hmm. I think that there is like, I think that there are like like you could kind of see like, honestly, like this is this was me back in the day, right? I would spend. Three hundred dollars. This is this is back when Jordans were under three hundred dollars, right? Three hundred dollars <laughs> on some Jordans. Since what? How old and are you? I would be on the bus. <laughs> yeah, no. Getting my it. shoes wet in the fucking snow. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, Doing like most, you know, yeah. and it's like, yo, I'm not gonna yeah, like you, you have know, your I was, license though. Yeah. I I did. I didn't just didn't have a car, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> <laughs> joking I did it too nah man I'm 17 still like, I did no, it don't too. judge me man but um like you know so it's like okay so now I couldn't I couldn't spend not to say I couldn't spend the same amount of money but I couldn't I don't know I just have to like ration but my money better I have a question in a for you because you you have you have a daughter you have kids mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so when your daughter grows up mm-hmm. are you going to automatically assume if she comes home let's I don't know like she comes home with like a bag mm-hmm that you know is expensive. Mm-hmm. What is your reaction to that? Are you going to be like, oh, you spend your money? Da, 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 no, no, no. Ask? Like, you know, because honestly, you it, have a conversation. You, right? can, you know, there, you could get gifts. Like, there's so many yeah, things. Obviously, exactly. I'd have a, conversation, have a conversation. Like, oh, like, you know, but if I know that she's been saving up for that bag for, yeah. you know, oh, this bag, you they're, they're going to release that. it in, you know, obviously, you, after you having the conversation, conversation, after having the conversation, yeah, right? But the the but, issue is our parents don't have that conversation. No. It's straight fire. You know what it is, come in the house. Wait, if you come in the oh, house and shopping, yeah, oh, money. your money, it, like it's like, big money now, <laughs> you know what I think though, and I'm not even gonna assume. I'm gonna ask everybody here just mm-hmm. out of conversation right now. How many people's parents or guardians actually spoke to them about the value of money at the age of comprehension? None. None. No. <laughs> Based on how many people in the room, how many hands I see up. Two. For everybody who obviously can't see, there's there's two, maybe three, mm-hmm. two. Out of that's what, yeah that's yeah. that that says a lot about how we're being raised exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. before i had my daughter i have the privilege of being godfather to a small boy mm-hmm. and i talk to his mom often about when is the right time for me to discuss money with him because exactly. it's not my child so i'm mm-hmm. not just gonna force it on you but he needs to understand the value of money early mm-hmm. the early he understands the value of money 
the smarter he could be with money. Yeah. Well, my daughter's sixteen and she comes home with a a three a, a four thousand dollar something. Mm-hmm. I know that she understands the value of money yeah. before she turned that age. Yeah. I know that she's been handling money for a couple of years because I've been giving her an allowance mm-hmm. and because I've been making her work and say, yo, when you get these grades, these are the things you yeah. get because that's how yeah. I came up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My dad used to be on some, you stay on merit roll, you can have whatever you want. I was the first kid in my whole neighborhood with the PlayStation. Yeah. They don't sound like a lot now, but PlayStation was revolutionary. Was yeah. 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 See what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Everybody used to come to my house to run that shit. Mm. So it's like, was it the I'm not two to my own. Huh? Was it the PlayStation 2 or the PlayStation? The PlayStation, bro. The original. The big one. The big one. <laughs> Didn't that come out like 96? 95. Was Goldeneye on that? I saw it was 96. No, that's not 64. Oh, 64? Get it right. My whole point being, <laughs> my whole, uh, my whole point being, if we make young people understand the value of money before high school, yes, yes, yes. you can eliminate most of this. Most yeah. of this, hundred percent. Everybody that's dressed nicely here right now, we all understand the value of money. You know how yeah. I know that? Anybody that's taking the bus is because they're saving for something better. True. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's driving, whether it be a nice car or a decent car or just a piece of shit, the fact of the matter is you're saving for something better. Yep. True. You yep. see what I'm saying? Somebody might be taking a bus with six hundred dollars sneakers, and I might look at them driving past like, "Yo, look at this idiot, bro." <laughs> but that guy might be saving for a house, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. You see no, what I'm saying? So you feel stupid, like if my credit's not that good, and I'm not thinking yeah. about buying yeah. a house now, I might be wanting to save for a house. But look, it might cost me less to rent in the bigger picture. I might never want to own a house just because it might cost me too much down the road. Mm-hmm. Just to say the house is mine, and guess what? It's not yours till you finish paid it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Right. But I think a lot of it has to come with education, too. So mm-hmm. yeah. I was thankful that my parents said, hey, listen, equity is everything. Yeah, equity Your credit is everything. score right now, don't play with it. Yeah. And they told me that from day one. So when I got that first credit card, I was not playing games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you know that's I mean? why you have good credit, and some, some of us don't. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you were put on game early. On game early. Yeah. Instead of being yelled at yeah. about. Yeah. yeah the upbringing is key, bro. A pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, and you <laughs> know what? It's just family dynamics. And I'm not like, trying to shoot down anybody's <laughs> situation here. But yeah. the fact of the matter is some of us grew up in households without fathers, yeah. without mothers, without both of our parents. Somebody else is raising us. Mm-hmm. And that might not be priority to them because this might not necessarily be their child. Mm-hmm. But the fact yeah. of the Thank matter you, is <laughs> when white kids go. are coming up, they're being taught older. about that. When mm-hmm. white kids reach a certain age, yes. their parents might give them their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Black parents have a tendency to sell their stuff and to take their money to the grave. And it's like, for what? For what? Mm-hmm. You, you worked hard it, your man. whole life. You move out of a house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of yeah. giving it to, keeping it in the family, mm-hmm. keeping the land in the mm-hmm. family, keeping the business that you started up. Mm-hmm. It's a cultural thing. It's all residual. And we it's, are the products of what our ancestors did 60, 70 years ago. 100%. And 100%. It's, it's funny you say that up, upbringing is key, right? So, like, I had a, I was actually having a conversation with my friend, and it's like, how, like, especially if you had a shitty upcom- upbringing, it's like, how long, as you as being an adult, how long can you use that as an excuse for how you are today? Fact. You know Once you mean? realize it, you got Once it. Once you realize it. Exactly. Yeah. How to be on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that's another thing. It's like, it's all up to you at the end of the Sometimes day. Sometimes it's too late. That's, you ruin your that's credit. True. You ruin your credit once. Let's mm-hmm. let's say you you declare for bankruptcy because you was really doing stupidness, right? Yeah, for sure. You know you can't lease a car after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't finance a car after that. No. You know what that means? If you can't afford it cash, you gotta you can't have it. 
Yep, that's true. Right? Mm-hmm. I think part of that, too, is hopefully it's not too late, but once you realize that maybe you didn't have the best upbringing, educate yourself. Yeah. Yes. Talk yes. to your friends that maybe had, I don't even think, a better upbringing, but maybe have that knowledge already. Mm-hmm. Googling Educate YouTube is your friend. Do, do something Act. about it. Don't just sit, around, sit there and man. sulk just because, I agree oh, 100%. I got the shorter end of the stick. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's not going to fly with me. That's sure. No, that's there. facts. Because yeah, yeah. you can uh, start a platform for the future, right? At the exactly. end of the day, if you're thinking about having kids, you know, Bro, you I think, have that knowledge. I think everybody that's, like, no matter what age you are, I think every male, every female in our community should have at least one person that is, I would say between eight to fifteen years older than you that you see as a peer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need a mentor. I personally yeah. speak. To, I I personally have a person like that in my life that I talk to about our uh, relationships, mental health issues with mm-hmm. women, mental health issues with men. Mm-hmm. He works with it day to day. He dealt with it with his wife. He dealt mm-hmm. with it with his ex wife. Mm-hmm. And I stand to learn so much from him. The information that he has, I can't even put a value on it. Yeah. True. I think anything, if you take on any practice in life, you need to find a mentor in that practice. It doesn't matter. And I think you have to do the opposite, too. If you see someone that you can mentor, Mm -hmm. give them that extra hand. Take that on. Some people just... Pay that forward. Their their pride gets in the way of taking that mentorship, right? Exactly. So that's that's where it gets a little... With those people, like, with people like that... if you stretch your hand and you see that they're not taking it, you've done your part. Yep. True. You can't force anything on anybody. But at least you're, you're doing your part exactly. to say, hey, I'm here mm-hmm. if you need me. And it's not to say you're going to cut the person off once they decline. Right. You just accept them, no, it I'm for what here. it is. Yeah. True. That's fair. I just wanted to say, like, these are like, this is really like the gist of like everything that went on during the whole event. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't have a chance to really go in depth with everything just because of the time frame that was given. Mm. Um, other things like that they had, like I said, there was like art pieces there. Obviously, I I can show you guys after. <laughs> and sorry for people that were not at the event, but there's some dope pieces there. Um, there's one piece that like stood to me the most as soon as like I walked into like the room. It was really like a picture of, it was a cartoon image of like a black person. Um, he was smiling. But like the the smile was forced, eyes were wide, and there were just tears rolling down his face. And I can't remember word for what it said underneath like the picture, but as soon as I saw that, I'm just like, yo, like that's real. Like mm-hmm. that's really black men just putting up a smile and going about their day like nothing is wrong. And they're holding so much in. Mm-hmm. We're the enemy, bro. Yeah. Damn. Public enemy. Damn. <laughs> Any way you want to look at it, Sorry. we're the enemy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Like, why? Why think about how suppressed we have been for so long? We, as in black black people, not just black men. And think about everything else that we're doing right now. Think about the amount of setbacks you've had, the amount of setbacks I've had. Everybody can think about the amount of setbacks they've had. You know what I'm saying? And something as simple as one elderly black person looking out for us at one or two different points is the difference between us having a record and us not. Yeah. You know what I'm that's saying? True, Something as simple as that. Think about the fact that some of us came, like, moved countries, moved jobs. Like I said, some of us might have records. And just think about what we're doing. Like, look at what you're doing for yourself. You see what I'm saying? Like, we have started off with a hell of a lot less. Yeah. And we're out here succeeding. Yeah. We're excelling even. 
You see what I'm saying? That's scary to people that try to suppress you, bro. Nope. Mm-hmm. You ever try to put somebody in a headlock and they get out? And you're like, <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, bro. Yeah. They, they try to keep us down. Yeah, they, they try to make us, us look I, like, you know? Yeah. Like, we're the bad guys and they're scared of us and everything's being done to us, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you we know don't, some, some people don't take that approach like it is done to us like that's just, facts though but mm. guess what we got to take pride in we ourselves do, you got to know your history sure. if you don't know your history you have to listen to what they say because mm-hmm. you don't know nothing else right. i don't know about y'all but i don't like listening to other people i like knowing stuff for myself <laughs> for sure no I, I agree with you bro right knowledge is power bro the more you know about your history the more you know about how much they've tried to suppress you young ladies the same way they tried to suppress your greatness like yeah that just doesn't define say, you ladies you know what i'm saying i was about to say it's very <laughs> it's it's hard to hear you guys say that you feel like you're suppressed or like you feel like you can't talk to anyone because if i think about it on the other end and i say okay my image mm-hmm. is not the perfect image i'm mm-hmm. a dark-skinned girl mm-hmm. i'm not skinny mini that's not like that's you know what i mean so you start to go through all the quote-unquote yeah. flaws yeah. of what the perfect image is and then you start to go okay well I, my strength isn't seen as powerful as seen like arrogant so when i talk back to someone or if i speak my truth it's not yeah. seen as she's a strong black woman but, she's a she mad black it. woman but who she's set an, that standard though but that's what i'm saying so i think what's important is for us to not let that seep in like it's important for us to just gotta block it out block it out and and speak amongst others don't put because i've seen a lot of people put each other down yeah, of do. the same race and that's same exactly color it. That's the, that's the issue and it's right like w- but why we're, we're complaining about the same thing but yet we're treating each other mm-hmm. like they are treating us exactly. that comes back to knowing your history and knowing mm-hmm. understanding the the psychology mm-hmm. behind the house nigga and the yard mm-hmm. nigga mm-hmm. you know what and I'm caring because some people know and they just don't care yeah yeah <laughs> it's actually astonishing it starts. It starts with the history, though. It start, when, when you understand, when you understand the history behind, it's like the psychology of a uniform. When you understand the psychology of, um, competition amongst mm-hmm. the same race. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you start to realize why, what, why they, why they call these guys house niggas? Why they call us yard niggas? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Oh, because these guys were in the house doing the housework. We was outside doing the yard work. Mm-hmm. Damn, they was inside. They had not necessarily AC because of the time, but have a shelter oh, they had yeah, shade. Yeah. They had this. Right. They got to sleep in a bed. They got to eat out of a plate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I hate them. They niggas. were privileged. We were. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Then that became the norm of like that that's yeah, that stemmed everything. For, that's the for closest right to the white people we got. Mm-hmm. So like shit, like that need to be us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's why knowing the history is important because the better you know the history, the less somebody else can taint your idea of what, of what you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, just wanted to say one more thing on this topic. Um, to anybody who's listening and the people in the room, black men, please, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to speak your mind. Let that shit out. <laughs> For real. It's, it's not healthy to keep that shit in. The other day, I was like, yo, I've never seen my dad cry. <laughs> you never seen it again? The other day, I was like, yo, I've never seen my dad cry. Ever. Never? I could count Ever. my hands. And I was yeah. like, that's not healthy. Like, that can't be normal. That Wait, is but, it? let me ask you. Is it healthy that you haven't seen him cry, or is it healthy that you think that he doesn't cry? Um, so for me, I know, I know that black men can cry. You know what I mean? Like, that's not my thing. 
I, I don't see you and say, okay, you're weak because you're black and you're crying. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So for me, it's not healthy for him because I know he's bottling something up. I know there's things that he's not speaking on. I know that he's holding things on his shoulder that he doesn't need to hold. You know what I mean? So this. How this do you is, know if you don't know what it is? It's not up to you to say that. Have you asked him? Okay. Um. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just. I, I'm, a, I'm like explain my father to you in like two words. The man. The man. Uh, I'm, I'm not, for me, him. it's like <laughs> that one has gone. King. That that one has gone beyond me because like him and my mom haven't even had that conversation of him like releasing whatever he's holding in. So for me. As the little baby, the daughter, to come and be like, hey, dad, tell me your problems. Tell me your issues. Yet you haven't done that with the woman that you spent most of your life with. Uh, don't you think there's a reason why? It's Who? deeper than that. <laughs> Who? If Who I, listens I don't more, know. you or your mom? Pardon? <clears throat> Who listens more, you or your mom? I think we both are, do a good job because we're each other's. So don't cut yourself short. Listeners. He also doesn't live here. That's part of it. Too. But here's, <laughs> if, if I could say one thing, um, if your father, as a head of his household and a head of multiple people, mm-hmm. I would assume, mm-hmm. he can't, it doesn't matter what you say to him. And this is just with the understanding that my father was also the alpha male in my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's where this is coming from, a place of my personal understanding. I've seen my dad cry twice. Once when his uncle passed away and when he started to be in and out of the hospital, I cried one time because I didn't want him to stay. Mm -hmm. And he cried because I was crying. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I've come to realize now as an adult that has his own family, that has to kind of, it's not always about what I have to do. Mm -hmm. It's about me doing everything I can so that you don't have to do as much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's been times when my girl had to go to work and I'm like, yo, understand? I don't even want you to have to go to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, or like, she'll be like, oh, like you're killing yourself. You're killing yourself. You're working three jobs. You're dealing in sales. And if I don't do it. You have to do it. But that's the thing. Like, why don't I have the choice to do it? You have a choice you- to do it. She has a choice to do it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take away from what I believe my responsibilities are mm-hmm. with the dependent in the world. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I can't take a day off work. Mm-hmm. I gotta when I when I found out yesterday that I I my I'm temporarily laid off. That's officially what's going on. Mm-hmm. I broke down and I cried not because I lost my job, but because I can't do for my family right now. Mm-hmm. I've been out doing, looking into other things to get into. You're not you alone. See what I'm saying, but I know I'm not alone. But that's not the issue. The issue is no matter how much help I have, I need to keep pushing for myself. Yeah, yeah. That's Ooh. what's going to make me sleep at night. I understand that. Do you that, release but... more now that you're older and you've accumulated a lot more information as a adult rather than as a smaller When you say person? release, what do you mean? Not necessarily cry, but like, like just I expel. Cry, I cry a lot more. At 29, I cry a lot more than I did when I was 15. 100%. Yeah. Mm. I find and myself doing that too. Well, not crying. It but. comes from a place of understanding that the stress can't kill you. You know what I'm saying? I've had the thoughts. I used to do stupidness. I used to hang out with people. I could have been in situations where people got killed. And I just because I was on a different path, now I wasn't with them. You see what I'm saying? So I just understand a lot better now. Like It was 12 years ago last month that my father passed away. I've been crying 
monthly since my father passed away. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? For the past mm -hmm. 12 years. And I cried for probably a day and a half in February. Mm. Straight. Couldn't go to work. Nothing. Had to call in. I was that distraught because I realized I never, deal, I never dealt with it. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I understand that there's no weakness in crying. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate Dre for even touching on that because honestly, anybody that knows me knows I'm not soft. Anybody that knows me knows I'll front line for any of my peoples that I really rock with. You know what I'm saying? There's no shame in me crying to Dre or crying to Jermaine. Or, you know what I'm saying? Because these are my bros. Like, if they can't see me at my lowest, can I really say that they're my they're brothers? brothers. Mm -hmm. They rock with you. Dre's my, Dre's my daughter's godfather. Like, mm -hmm. I made him godfather. I'm not mm -hmm. here one day. I need to know she's in good hands. I need to know she's going to have the values. I need to know she's going to be discussing money with the right people. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So... It's deep, bro. Yeah, but it the is. fact of the matter is you need that release, bro. You're right. You're right. Mm. You guys are right. Like, you need that. Mm -hmm. And I found that once I started crying more, once I started... Yeah, letting it out. Letting it out more. Like, I don't do drugs. I don't do all the stupidness. You know what I'm saying? I have a gun license. I shoot the gun off. Mm. I play basketball. I got to start back working out. Those are my outlets. But when I don't have those things, I have to cry, yeah, bro. Yeah, cope to yourself. Mm -hmm. I feel like... So when I think back to it, it's... I'd say in, in the future, I'd want my husband to have a relationship with his daughter, the relationship that I didn't have, that I can open up and speak to my dad, and he yeah. can be vulnerable in front of me. I can mm. be vulnerable in front of him. I, I don't know how to do that because it's never happened. You know what the greatest thing about having parents in your life is? Whether they're good or bad, you have a best. You have the best example of what mm -hmm. not or to do, what, what to do or what not to do. You don't have to be like your dad. You don't have to be like your mom. It's a choice you make every day. Exactly. Preach. You know what I'm saying? My dad was the strongest person I ever knew, but just because he didn't come around me crying all the time doesn't mean that it's not okay for me to do that. Mm -hmm. exactly. You know what I'm saying? There's certain things his you take. Yeah, his yeah. relationship with his daughter started to sour around the time I started to like understand what was going on. Mm -hmm. I know that that doesn't have to be me. I know mm -hmm. that if I balance love and discipline, my child will be all right. Yeah. True. I don't have to beat her for everything. I don't have to yell at her for everything. Mm -hmm. I should be able to sit her down and talk to her. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to look at that and say, damn, I don't want a man that's like that. You could, you could look at it and be like, damn, it's crazy that this is how my dad was. I know what to instill in the man that I'm working on something with. Or mm. I know what to look for if you're still out there searching. You know what I'm saying? It's all up to you. Mm. Yeah. I think the, the biggest thing is understanding what you are looking for, but understanding 100%. the reasons why. Like, it's mm -hmm. not because, oh, my dad never cried. I don't want a man like that. That's not the case. It's understanding the root of that issue. What did that do to the family? What did that do to correct. his relationships? 100%. And that's, that's the best part about you being here at the end of that, mm. right? You could say you've seen it all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know that if somebody in my family gets diabetes, I know what it looks like, not necessarily from start to finish, but from the middle to the end. Yeah. I've mm. seen my, my mother and my father go out like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then I could think about if that's something I want to do, if that's something I'm able to do again, because it's going to bring me back to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have, you have all the power, bro. Yeah, you control your own destiny for sure. Mm -hmm. That's a deep stuff. It was a deep topic. I, I know you want to say something, girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm hearing all these men talk about their emotions and their feelings, and me again being the woman in the room. 
wondering like so then how can we support you because it sounds here like a lot of stuff you have to deal with on your own but how do i make you feel comfortable enough to want to share with me how do i support you and make you feel like you're not weak Mm. But still make you still feel like you're the man. Like, I want to hear from you. Like, how do I now I, I feel your partner? Because, like, okay, I guess for some, like, I guess the stigma is out that, you know, you guys are attracted to men who are not going to show that side, right? So I feel like for, I guess, speaking from my point, I feel like you guys can just at least not have that presumption, you know? If I come off the bat and just tell you, like, you know, like, actually just listen. Don't say nothing. Just listen. Is that all so, you want? Just I feel like yo, that that, uh, it's, it depends it's, on the person. I think. yeah, that's what, yeah, person and the situation. Right. I, well, you wouldn't want us to do something about it once you've done said. All right, so this is how I feel. Blah blah blah. Like, I'm just well, gonna say it depends on how you're gonna internalize it, right? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, I just it all depends on how you internalize it, right? So, so know. I kind of had a friend who kind of opened like a door for me. Um, like this happened a couple months ago. Uh, I seen like. She had like some like um thing on her Instagram story. I was kind of going through it and it kind of like it was hitting me. Just asking simple questions like when was the last time you cried? Um, when was the last time you actually like spoke to someone and like vented like what's really going on in your life? And if you wanted to share, like would you share to somebody? And I think it, I can't remember if it was catered to black men, but like it catered to me. So I started like agreeing with certain things and I was saying certain stuff and then I just got to the point where like yo. She hit me up, and she's like, do you need to talk? And I'm like, mm, when I'm ready, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. She's like, mm-hmm. hit me up. So eventually I did hit her up, and we had, like, an hour conversation. And at the end of it, it was just like, yo, like, this actually, like, helped. Like, I, I don't need – all I want someone to do is just to be able to listen. Mm-hmm. Kind of give me, like like, your opinions on certain things. Like, yeah, I need the, I, like I would like some opinion. Like, I, like give me some feedback. Like, just be real with me. That's but, it. But That's I think all the key there for. is voicing that, voicing what you want, and mm-hmm. not assuming anything yeah. of of that person. Well, you know what I mean? With that is like also just like coming to spaces like this and being present in spaces like this to like really hear what's going on too, right? Because. Mm-hmm. I feel like as men, we don't really get much opportunities to really, you know, like we're busy, yeah. we're we're working, yeah. we're trying to Trust provide, me. you know. So spaces like this is a good place to be, like. I think that's probably the best way to be supportive is be in those spaces where you know men are gonna want to have these. It's like a safe haven, almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also respect our masculinity. Don't go overboard and try to overcompensate in certain places where it's not necessarily needed. Example, please. Yeah. So I was gonna say the same thing. So, for example, like it's not always about um, the workplace or 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 or, or whatnot. Sometimes it could just be intimacy between you two, right? And if you want to try something, like as a woman, different, in whatever case, if we say no, right, because of a whatever past trauma or whatever case may be for that person, don't try to go overboard and say, oh, I'm going to try this, which is the exact same thing, and then kind of push what you your agenda is. My my idea is I just need to know why you, where your intentions lie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people yeah. want to hear what's going on with you, not to help you, but to scrutinize you. One hundred. That's on, that's on them, like, yeah. I feel like if I understood 
this friend of mine or this person that I'm trying to be with, if I feel like they're genuinely trying to be there for me, it's a lot easier for me to open up to them and be real with them than somebody that, let's say, I have no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like he was saying earlier, how I don't know if it's going to end up, um, if I'm end up hearing it from that person and this person, mm -hmm. I might not hear it, but they might look at me and know. And you know, sometimes you know when somebody knows something they're not supposed to know about you because they the look at you language. a certain you look way. At the body language. Language. Yeah, the body language. You know what I'm saying? You know, man. So it's like, I just got to really feel like. Those are people I want to trip. Down <laughs> steps, bro. Down <laughs> steps. <laughs> two flights of steps. <laughs> but like, I just feel like it's any time I've ever had a woman around me that I've been able to open up to and talk to, mm -hmm. I feel like it's been a lot easier for me to be vulnerable with that person yeah. in every sense of the word. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to some degree, for some women, it's understanding that you got to be a better version of women mm -hmm. to a degree, not taken away from any of you, just generally speaking across the board. Black women tend to sell. I don't like generalizing either, so I'm sorry that I'm even doing this right now, but mo. A lot of black women that I've been in contact with in my personal life, um, they they're not as complete as they try to come across. Mm -hmm. So when you do try to come to them with problems, they're not well equipped to talk to you about things. They're not well equipped to deal with an issue. Uh, they might not be talking from a place of experience. They might be talking from a place of emotions. Mm -hmm. As men, we don't always talk from a place of emotion. We talk from a place of facts. Mm -hmm. You know Logic. what I'm saying? Logic. Yeah, because that's what happens. I can only speak I, I can only speak stands. as a man. I'm not saying women don't ever oh, speak God. because of facts. What's but the on? fact of the matter is What's going on? But right is now? that good for your mental health? Like going back to it, if you're just speaking from a place of fact, you're not getting to deal with your emotions. Emotion. Yes. And that's probably why you're having these mental No, if I'm a realist, health. I need to deal with the facts and issue. I am mm -hmm. personally a realist. So us talking about my emotions gets us nowhere. Mm -hmm. Us talking about the facts and issue, the tangibles of what I'm talking about, that's how we fix things. That's how I break through and I become a better version of myself tomorrow. Just remember emotions are temporary as well. You're not going to always feel a certain way for a certain thing, but the facts are the facts and they stand pretty wow. much they for as long they as may. Yeah. Which is true, but you're just assuming that all women speak based on emotion. And that's no, why no, no, that's no. why I was, no, no. Very, I was trying to be selective in my words. Mm -hmm. Right, some women in my life have been like that, but not all women are like that. The majority aren't. Mm -hmm. It's just. How do you feel like, like as men, <laughs> I feel like we should challenge ourselves to try to communicate more emotionally as well, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to dealing with talking with other females as well. Because you gotta be careful with that. You gotta yeah. be careful, hundred <laughs> percent. I, I think I think even when you're communicating logically too, because even just saying things in a certain way, you may you may have intention to say something, but you may say it in a way where it's like, ah, oh, I should watch my step, right? So I kind of feel like the times where I communicate emotionally, like I always got to use my sense of logic too, but when I'm communicating emotionally, I got to balance. I think there's a lot of understanding that goes with that when we're having conversations. Right? You should never talk from a place of emotions though. Why do you say that? Because that's when you say things that you don't mean. <laughs> or is it that you say things that you do mean? Yeah. It allows so you to be vulnerable. Yeah. I, I, understand, I understand everybody in here's point, but knowing, knowing <laughs> myself, love this. knowing myself personally, if I talk from a place of hurt or if I talk from a place of me being extremely emotional, I will say things I don't mean because I have the personality mm -hmm. to disrespect people. You're mm -hmm. self-aware. 
you understand yourself. That's why you can safeguard yourself with that. But, but that's my point. Shouldn't good. everybody know themselves? Yeah, it's yeah. I'm right. agreeing with well, you. I, I know you're agreeing with me. I'm just I feel like in general, the key here and what I challenge everyone to do, whether you're a man or a woman, is to make sure that you communicate more and you listen more. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how you communicate, you will figure out the best way to, but also understand that you need to listen. I feel like a listener will be understanding of like where you're coming from. You're not coming from a bad place when you're like venting, right? Yeah, you would hope. Sometimes, like you know, and like let's just yeah. say, like I don't know. This is I don't like this is why I don't um emotions. I don't like to make decisions based off of my emotions, right? Because let's just say I had a tough day at work today, right? I'm not gonna make any like decisions. Sometimes, a lot of the time, they last longer than what you're going through, right? They're not temporary, right? Yeah. They're like long term. So if I had a bad day today and I start making decisions. Or I start saying things just, to, let's just, I don't know, based on how I feel right now. I could say a lot of hurtful things that I don't actually mean, like, you know. And um, this is, honestly, while while I'm listening, because I'm loving this conversation, um, I went to a funeral last year, and there are some people, like, it was, it was a sad situation, right? Somebody died. Um, a lot of people were crying, and they couldn't contain themselves, right? And, like, you know, some people are like, oh, everybody needs to just release their emotion and talk about things, and, you know. But there are some people who need to be strong for the people who can't be as strong, right? Not everybody can just ball out in a funeral. There's some people who need to stand up strong and they're containing themselves in a way so that maybe my mom could be vulnerable. That's, like she could facts. lean on me. Like I maybe I'm not going through the same thing that she is. But and I know that in order for us to still work together and for this for Balance. the funeral to go on, certain certain people need to um dis I'm not gonna say up. discard, but not hold on to their emotions and make and um conduct themselves based on their emotions, but based on what needs to be done. Based on um, Facts. how to you know how to, how to maybe be of a, a assistance or make a difference for other people. Like but not be, not everybody. But do you eventually needs... release that? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, are well, you like yeah, like, like you know, but like, but, but what no, but like, well, like, okay, I sing, right? Like, I talk, I talk a lot, right? Like, I, <laughs> I don't stop talking. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't have to cry in order for me to uh, release my emotions. We're not forcing but the cry, the but have the conversation. Have, like, yeah, but we like, had this conversation the other day where I was like, I don't remember the last time I cried. Guaranteed, I've cried. But I don't remember it because that's not something I focus on. I focus on the end result. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. do- doesn't mean in order to release, you have to cry. You could just talk it no, out. No, I hear you. Like, and I hear you, right? But it's like, <laughs> yo, the head I hear movement. you. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> like, I hear you. But like, I do like not everybody. So like, I do think like this is something that I've been hearing a lot lately. Oh, black men need to be um make themselves vulnerable, right? And um, yeah. like, and I do agree to it. But like, uh, I also think that. <laughs> like what's the reason for it just because like and I, I do think mental health is a is a serious issue right but they're not mm-hmm. like there are some people who do things based on how they feel and then there's some people who do things th- to get things done and a lot of the time they don't they don't go together you have yeah, to choose a side and you have to like that's what you what you do yep. so okay, I, I I have a question so mm-hmm. we some of us were talking about this earlier so do you think that if you are let's say you're in a relationship with somebody mm-hmm do you think that you not being vulnerable kind of taints your relationship or it it kind of makes you cold towards your partner? Not intentionally, uh-huh. but just because you... I think it can. Okay. And it, it it's funny that I'm, I'm, I like the fact you asked me that question. Just because I don't cry in front of you doesn't mean I'm not vulnerable, I'm not, right? I'm so not No, no, I know, I know. But, but it's okay. like a lot of time when they're, they're, you know, they're talking about, like a lot of people, they talk about just releasing like breaking down all your walls and you just like basically having no discipline and just releasing yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So like I could like, I could be telling you a story maybe, maybe, you know, I could be telling you a story about what happened to me at work today and you're not 
looking at it as anything. You're just like, oh, it's just that. Where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like it meant so much to me. And me just telling you this is me being vulnerable. But you're not seeing it as me being vulnerable because you're not looking at at it as being as me being vulnerable. Well, you're looking. Well, if he was listening. being vulnerable, he would exactly, be conducting yeah. himself like that. I didn't hear what yeah. you said. That person's not listening. Yeah, they're they're giving you an opinion. They're not l- truly listening. Even if, to how you but felt. even if they're listening, and you know, because sometimes like oh, we're, people listen, you don't have to respond in order to listen, right? But like how you respond determines how well you're listening. Right? But that's what I'm saying. But it, they they didn't listen properly because they're responding incorrectly. Mm-hmm. It comes down to who you're talking to. What if you misunderstand? There's a lot of possibilities. Okay, but I'm um, just, you know. <laughs> I feel like. But sometimes like, I feel like you being vulnerable with me is not necessarily for me to have a response. Like, I just, like, I may just want you to talk to me. I could be just there for you to vent. So, yeah, so let me yeah. ask you this. If I'm being vulnerable, who am I doing it for? Am I doing it for you, the person who wants to receive it? Or am I doing it for, for myself yourself. as a re- way to release? Because I don't have to, let's just say, you know, I have my lady here. I don't have to talk to her about certain things right mm-hmm. and especially if i know like i can know i could talk to her about certain things and she will never get it it's right and i'm being vulnerable and you know she mm-hmm. but she's not seeing it as such because maybe the way i'm talking about it or and i'm not going to say she's not listening but i'll talk to my brother dre or mm-hmm. beaks right here and i'm it'll be a different response because they can relate to me in a way that even though i'm not crying i could just say yo man she was real and they're like yo i feel you and that's mm-hmm. like you know we're having a bond here that you know maybe if i'm not balling it's it you know it's it, it's just you know I, I feel like it depends so I think it depends on the person so I can personally say that I'm often the ear for a lot of people mm-hmm. and I'm often just there to listen and I, sometimes they don't expect an opinion sometimes they do it depends on the person but it's really so that they can actually speak out and speak to someone because they haven't mm-hmm. whether you're being vulnerable or you're just being straight direct it doesn't matter but you're you have the opportunity to express <coughs> yourself mm-hmm. to release in whatever way you do. So I think that that's the key. It's not whether you're being vulnerable or whatever it is. It's you're you're releasing and you're not holding everything in. Because yes. that's the initial yeah. problem is you're holding everything in. You yeah, could do your best and talk zero. to a dummy if you want to do that. But I'm saying like there are people there that, that can just listen. Mm-hmm. Can I say one thing? I realize with myself personally because I, I do a lot of self Searching. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, f- I find that I used to spend a lot of time when I'm like, because I used to keep everything in, I used to lash out on a lot of people externally. Mm-hmm. And the reason for my lashing out wasn't necessarily their causing. You know what I'm saying? And I find that when you're not holding everything in as much, bro, you're a lot less angry with everybody else. Mm-hmm. And you can have better relationships and better friendships and better situations with people. Mm-hmm. You have more you know peace. Saying? In yeah, yeah, like you, you give people the best version of yourself. Like that's my opinion. Like that's just me talking to people about what my faults are. Because what I realize is, not a shot at anybody in the room. Take shots. A Take lot shots. of people don't talk to me about myself. <laughs> I find a lot of people will talk to other people about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But, like, Dre is one of the only people I have in my life currently that will, if I'm fucking up, will be like, yo, bro, you're fucking up. True. And I resonate with him the best because he does that. Whereas other people that will say they're as close to me will talk to Dre, will talk to Jermaine, will talk to, you know what I'm saying? The girl I'm talking to at the time will talk to my sister, will talk to my mom. And it's like, you have my number, bro. Mm -hmm. I've never been the type of, please, anybody, correct me if I'm wrong. I've never been the type of person to turn anybody away that needed to talk about anything. Mm-hmm. 
especially if it has to do with me. And I'm so critical of other people that I should be able to take criticism, but nobody talks to mm-hmm. me about myself. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Biko. <laughs> it's my fault. You know? No, he's <laughs> looking at so me. So so I just made a joke out of it. But... I didn't tell you to sit directly in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> so I just made a joke out of it. So, <laughs> so with that, so with that, I feel like, because I know what the situation is, but like even in those situations, how do you feel like someone should approach you, whether it's one of your boys, whether a female? Just be straight with me, bro. True. Any everybody in here, I've told everybody in here about themselves at least once, mm-hmm. at some point in our friendship in our life, whatever, right? I've never gone out of my way to disrespect anybody on a mm-hmm. serious note. Like if I'm seriously talking to you, mm-hmm. I've never gone out of my way to disrespect anybody. In you those situations, because in those situations, because because like you did mention before that like, you come from a place where, like, you would have reacted a different way, but I think you've done enough, like, or a good amount of soul-searching with yourself to know who you are and how to respond to those things. Do you feel like there's a trigger point where maybe you could respond how you did before? Or, like, there is, like, maybe that's why are... I don't talk out of emotion. Mm-hmm. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If if if, if Daryl says some shit right now that pissed me off, the Omi might have gotten in his face yeah, same you time. Uh, you would have fired off. You see what I'm saying? You're a different man right now. The type of man I am now, knowing I have a daughter and I can't have a record because I have my gun license, mm-hmm. I can't just do that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta act differently. I gotta think differently. You see what I'm saying? There's because anybody here that don't know, you have a gun license, you get police checked every, every day. day. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm day. saying? They can't pull my license, but if I have something on my record, when I go to renew my license, they won't, and I'm gonna be in illegal possession of firearms. Mm-hmm. That can land me in jail. Everything that could put me in jail is gonna take me away from my oh, daughter and doing what I have to do. Mm-hmm. That can't happen, mm-hmm. right? But so it's bigger than how you feel, that's why. Yes, if he had a disagreement with me, as my brother, he should be able to talk to me. I've had disagreements with Jermaine this year. You see what I'm saying? And me and Jermaine were able to talk about it man to man. I've never had a disagreement with Dre the whole time we've been friends. But the fact, that the, the fact that the matter is... <laughs> that's fucking funny. <laughs> I've been able to tell Jermaine he's wrong. <laughs> Jermaine's been able to tell me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. We're sitting here in the same room. I thought you were wrong. J- Dre, that's not a disagreement, though. That's you telling me that I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, though, it doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to be... It doesn't have to be a disagreement because I'm wrong. Because I know when somebody else is wrong, it doesn't need to be a disagreement. I need to tell them that they fucked up. Exactly. That's it. He should be able to tell me that I fucked up. He should be able to tell me I fucked oh, I'm up. I'm not afraid to. She should be able to. You should be able to. You yeah. should be able to. Everybody... It, I call everybody here my friend, bro. Yeah. Why can't you tell me that? Yeah, you should be able to. But have the that issue that I have with people is when they go and tell somebody else about what they should be talking to me about. Mm. Or don't ask because me. I should be <laughs> able. I've yeah. made it so that people can come to me directly. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So it shouldn't be a disagreement. I shouldn't be so short tempered that you can't talk to me about my faults because I need to be a better person every day. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I try to be a better person every day. I don't try to hold on to grudges, bro. I'll tell you guys right now. There's a girl yo, I borrowed. Partying, yo. bro, <laughs> you're partying, today. Tiffany from high school. Yo, choke I owe this girl a dollar fifty from grade nine. Grade nine was 2004. We're in 2020. Did you ask her for it? No, but the fact oh. of the matter is, I know I owe her that. It sounds so childish, but we're talking about a dollar fifty plus inflation. We're talking like two twenty five. I owe this girl a dollar fifty from two thousand and four, bro, and I still think about that. And you know what? I work with her right now. And if she came to me like, "Yo, fam, are you not paying her back?" 
I honestly, it just keeps up in my mind. <laughs> no, I'll, yeah, I'll remind you. The fact of the matter is, I know that I owe this girl, and I'm so I'm so against owing people money. I can't even forget that. You see what I'm saying? True, true. And if she came to me yelling at me, she would have every right. Yo, run me my fucking run booty. Me. <laughs> That's real. Yo, Bezo, I'm texting you on Monday. <laughs> Reminder. I'm saying, like, I'm just trying We're to not at work right like, now. My values are different than they were before. I can't. I don't like owing people money. So with something like that, because like I don't know, I, I like the fact that we're talking about like this topic. Yeah, like, it's how we're deep. Yo, it's on men. Yo, you're welcome. When it comes to when it, <laughs> shout out to Dre, still. shout out to Dre, shout out to Dre. Still. Dre. <laughs> when it comes to I guess like and it's for like every man in the room really true. I like I like even females as well. Like how do you respond to I don't know like things in the past where like in this scenario you would have thought about something that happened in grade nine. Like, geez, like that's something I done. Like how like does that way in your mind or like or like how, how, how like how deep you need to fix it like you need to fix it you need to fix it as an adult you need to fix it period there's True. no beating around the bush mm-hmm. there's no yo Just my bad up. you need to fix it yeah. is it like some things like like i don't know a dollar from like grade nine like is that not no you, you need say, to like, fix it you need to fix it because in the eyes of god you, you you wrong somebody mm-hmm. they're still alive you're still alive you have the time to fix it True. Period. God is giving you that time. Mm-hmm. Much straight up. So if, so I, so if, if that remember. person, if that person is no longer amongst us, God forbid, mm. I can never unwrite that wrong. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? That's one of the reasons why you're not supposed to kill people because you can't fix that. Undo true. You see what I'm saying? I'm not a biblical man by any means. I'm not religious by any means. But the facts, the facts remain. If that's what I believe God is, I got to be true to that. Mm-hmm. I can't be out here wronging people. If I have the opportunity to, to fix it, I need to fix that. That's what I would want. If somebody wronged me, I would need them to fix that. And I shouldn't need to tell you need to fix it. You should know because you're an adult. I hope you would. I hope you remember. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. That's my point of bringing up 2004 because yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I mentioned it to her in 2010 and she didn't even remember it. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> I was 20 years old. I was 10 years old. She probably don't remember again. Wait, you paid already? No. No, 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 no. I can't remember if I paid her and I don't think I did. I'll buy her a coffee or something, you know? But the <laughs> fact that the, the, the matter is, I know what I need to do. So if it never gets done, I, I held myself responsible yeah. for that. Yeah, you're aware. You're self-aware. You see what I'm saying? Everybody needs to be responsible about what they do and how they treat other people because you are the only person that can fix that. Accountability. That's me in 2020, bro. Mm. Yo, is that the pod? Like, is, like, like, <laughs> like we're, 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 we're just chilling back right now. questions, yo. <laughs> that was it. That was, that was it. Question put his yeah. laptop away in his, in his lilac, in his lilac <laughs> neoprene bag. Yo, 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 what's on your hand? What's yo, going we, on with the questions? Yo, we bounced around from like yeah. topic to topic. So, oh, you well, know. you know, I guess this is a part with Dre. Still Dre. <laughs> you're welcome, Done, guys. You know. Yeah, but this time Dre ain't tripping. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Dre was tripping. <laughs> I never so seen Dre trip. Still, yeah. Well, you know, you know, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not really a good man to end anything. Um, but you know, honestly, I just want to say, like, I'm glad we had the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad, like, thank you again to Sarah. Sarah, you're the homie for <laughs> life. Um, <laughs> the event was was mad dope. Thank you for yeah. everyone that like actually like showed their art and were vulnerable in the moment of sharing like their thoughts throughout like the whole sit down that we had. Um, thank you. Like I'm glad I was able to bring it back here with the DTE family. Yes, for sure. Um, Appreciate that. I hope everyone here like took something away from this. Definitely it's, took a lot. Like yeah. it's okay, black men. It's okay to be vulnerable. It is okay. Like if you need someone to talk to, find your closest people. 
We're here. We're available. At Trinidad yes, Beaks with a Z at the end. I'm holding y'all to up. that, huh? Yeah, but you know what I want to say? Diane, you know you can talk to me. Don't even say that. Not even. I'm saying the reverse. No, just a big bag. I know my phone number. I just want to just show recognition for the women just asking the questions, right? Like, that's big for you. Yeah. So at least want to know. You know, at least me. Has it's nice to know you guys yeah. care. Y'all definitely sure, ask the right I'm questions. Real talk. And happy uh, belated uh, International Women's Day to yeah, all you thank guys. You. Yes. When was that? Ow. Y'all are all beautiful. I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't do it without y'all. I'm trying to be authentic right now. When was it? Ow. It was on Sunday or something. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I wasn't trying. I wasn't. I know you were. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to draw shots. I was genuinely asking. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's every day, but you know. it's every day in the for sure, for sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. Oh my god, we appreciate it. Other things are going on. All right, you know man. what I like, guys? I, you know, I don't know if this is still rolling, <laughs> but like, I don't know what you're dying. But um, the thing is, outside of um, you know, I hate the whole idea of safe spaces and stuff like that. Like, I think it's just corny. But like, I outside what? of these rooms, I, I find that um. Because, you know, a lot of times you get told what to talk about, what you can't talk about and all that stuff. Like, you know, it's all about not hurting feelings where I feel like in uh, in this room, we've it's it's been a conversation about understanding and, you know, the questions being asked and the people making their points and stuff like that. And the thing is, there are some people who would have these conversations outside of these doors. I have these conversations, but I have these conversations with like people close to me. And I'm so happy to to be in a group like this size. And we're actually yeah. like trying. And it's not about pride. It's about like understanding. And like I'm actually thankful to be a part of this. I'm I'm happy. Like you guys don't Appreciate don't have any idea how much it means to me. I'm, I'm not showing any emotions, but like <laughs> it, it does mean learning. a lot to me. Yeah, and we um, love that. Yeah, I'm happy sure. that all you guys were a part of this. You know, yeah, yeah, thanks for you, coming bro. through. You know, change the vibe. But, uh, appreciate that. Yeah, thank, don't thank me. Thank coronavirus. Oh my god! <laughs> Niggas gave me two weeks <laughs> off, bro. Y'all gonna see me next week too. God willing, I got a babysitter. <laughs> all right, man. Yo, peace and love. We out. Thank you. You. Ow.